I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Diminishing the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind in the business Got me stressed in the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds Got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Rant Room. Ah, uh, yeah. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. Where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, y'all? 2017. 2017. Anyway, Chris is here, so I ain't gonna worry about it. <laughs> I was listening. So y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On this show, we keep it... <laughs> we keep it. <laughs> on the show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, Stories, craft, and shit like that. See, you hear her voice. Little Miss interruption herself. <laughs> Lisa Bolakaja. No, because I had to have a little moment for Christmas. Why do you always have a moment because, right when I say because that? Because when you're though. about to say something, then something pops into my head, and I'm like, shit. And I start thinking, and then I get distracted. You know mm-hmm. how I am. And anywho, so and I always think about Chris Cornell. From Soundgarden oh, on his leg, and I'm like, he died. That's he yeah. suicide. It was suicide, and so oh, I didn't know that they yeah. were in concert. Who yeah. does that while you're in concert? I can see if you have been working five so years. So for those it? of us who grew up with grunge, that whole mm-hmm. the whole shift in music when you around that changes. Like mm-hmm. for all those old heads, when hip hop came through, mm-hmm. y'all remember what that was like, and how when new music comes through, and it was like, you know. That was that was my boy. He was good looking. Had a great vocal range. I think it was like four octaves. He did. Um, he, he killed himself. And yeah, so you know, condolences to his family and wow. all those folks who are fans. And hey, exactly. Wow. Um, so that's what's up, Lisa Bolakaja. Mm. What's up, girl? Hey, shout you out. off for the summer shout, now? Hey, yeah, freedom. Freedom. I'm free. <laughs> Give us free. Yes. <laughs> so shout out because last night was the Nebula Awards. Okay. It's probably going to air in another week, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter. Okay, okay two weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> if I can project a future. So shout out to Amel who won for um, best short story. Um, shout out to Charlie Jane Andrews who won for best novel, and uh, shout out to my boy Sentence Bender himself, Sam Joshua mm-hmm. Miller, mm-hmm. Uh, my brother from another mother, my my roomie. <laughs> who helped clue me at Clarion? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. He was nominated. Also, all the other friends. Bo, hey, shout out to Bo, Alyssa. She's gonna be nominated next year. All, all the homies, Nora, all the homies that got nominated. Because look, for the last three years, the homies have been like on the list. So I don't even mm-hmm. like vote to like <laughs> choose anybody because it's mm-hmm. like when all your friends are on the list. It's like who, who you gonna pick? Mm-hmm. You know. And usually I try to be fair, but all those stories were fucking wonderful this year. So congrats to everybody who were nominated. Charlie Jan, your speech was awesome. And uh, shout out to that wonderful astronaut who was the Toastmaster who gave those <laughs> wonderful slide presentations. Mm-hmm. And I learned something. Well, no. I did not know whoa, that whoa, whoa. astronauts... You learned some shit? You know, you know as, as brilliant as I think I am, mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. realize in outer space they can't eat bread because of the breadcrumbs. Like, they, they, knew they can't eat bread. What's wrong with the breadcrumbs? Because, because the breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs get everywhere. They'll so when they around. eat hamburgers oh. and stuff, they use tortillas. 
oh, to okay. make their hammer. And they have movie nights mm-hmm. in the International Space Station, but they have to tie themselves mm-hmm. to shit because they'd be floating. And he said that even though you would think floating would be comfortable, he says it is not. I believe that. And so he showed a picture of them tying themselves down. So they're watching movies. They're wow. floating in space. And the shit's all tied up. And they keep floating. And they keep floating this way. <laughs> so I was like, I was really impressed. So shout out. And uh, hey, that's what I got to say. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'll see everybody next weekend, even though it's two weeks in the future. I'll <laughs> see y'all next weekend. I mean, I'll bring that award, girl, so I can check out your new uh, Nebula Award. So, And I'll see the rest of the fam this weekend. No, what's up? Okay. And we got my boy on here, Chris Derrick from the Derrick Brothers writing directing team. What's up, Chris? What's up, people? It's been a minute, hasn't it? It feels yeah, like it's been it's a while been, since it's you've been, been on the show. March was a Is it that long ago? Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Chris was just telling me as I eat, mm-hmm. like you be smacking it. And, uh, I don't <laughs> smack. <laughs> I nibble. Chris was just telling me he's, um, you're working on a new short story, right? It's done. It's done. It's been a year in the making. Well, I still got to read that one scene you got, because now that I'm free, um, I can read freely <laughs> Well, I have pressure. I was telling you about this uh, maybe in February. I had this like psychological horror that I was yes. working on, so that's finally done. I'm going to send it to you. Is it, <laughs> it just still needs to be rewritten? No, I was in the rewrites all week. Okay. Then um, we'll talk offline. You can send it over to me at what you call it, and I'll see if I can bump it up to my editor. If it passes muster. I, I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send you about it before I tell you about it afterwards to see what your thoughts are. But uh, it's, you Please know. Please send me something good because I'm telling you, my eyes were. <laughs> so many bottles of wine were drunk. Damn. This past week, because, you know, I'm back to reading, you know, it's that time of year I start reading Slush again. So it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, when I go and read Slush, for sci-fi horror mm-hmm. and fantasy, I'm hoping to find. You know, I'm not the type of readers like I'm gonna get through as many as this crap. I'm looking for diamonds in a rough, mm-hmm. so it, it hardens my heart <laughs> when I have to go through so much stuff. And I God bless you guys for sending stuff in, mm-hmm. um, but it was rough. Mm-hmm. So whatever you got to give me, please, Jesus, <laughs> be good. <laughs> Help me. And I'm working on the thing that I. The thing I sent you, the rest yes. of that, but I can't, we will talk about that yes. offline. How you guys doing with the um, the movie? The, yeah, the movie. What's going on? Well, second cut came in Thursday. Okay, I haven't watched it yet. Okay, um, but we have a notes called the producers today. <laughs> Somebody better watch it. Luckily, um, it's short, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I got a um, and there's like an idea that I have that I can't even explain. So I have to kind of like do it on my own and then sh- <laughs> and show it to them. Okay. But just because there was like, you know, um, it's always that thing where you're kind of rushed in production and there's something that you... You're talking about in the, in the editing process that you want to do or what? Well, yeah, yeah. There, there, was a, there was like a surreal moment in it mm-hmm. that we had wanted to do it a little differently. Mm-hmm. We were conceiving it. And then because of like time issues and we were fighting the sun for to shoot something at Magic yep. Hour, we didn't get it exactly... Right, mm-hmm. um, and I was think spending the last like the last time I saw cuts of it, like how can we make this scene work? Because I don't, it's not working the way that I envisioned mm-hmm. it. And I, I mean, we didn't just it was like what, the lighting gags was kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of figured out a way, but I get, but it's like stock footage kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I'll just I'm gonna find a way to. So it's not like a color grading thing. You no, 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 okay. no, nothing at all. No, mm-hmm. basically, basically, there's a new. Kirsten Dunst movie coming out. I can't remember what it's called. Some some A twenty four movie, some mm-hmm. horror film. Mm-hmm. I saw the trailer on it. And I was like, Oh, there's my idea. <laughs> there's my idea. Is that the one that uh, 
Joe Edgerton <clears throat> directed, is it? I think so. The one it came, it comes at night or something like that. Uh, maybe, it, maybe yeah. It's, it's like the one yeah. I want to see. Yeah, because, uh, maybe, what's maybe. Her name's in it. I think Carmen and Joe goes in it. Hmm. Anything she's in, I'm gonna go say. I think so. Yeah, something yeah. he directed. Something yeah, about it came in or comes in. I saw it, the no, thing. That, that's what Are it's called. In it? uh, it, I'm not sure I'm if sorry, it's the same I didn't movie. Mean to make that face, like. But anyways, <laughs> anyway, why I'm, she gotta be in the movie? Like, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say. You already had Carmen and Joe go. We don't need no other bitches in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Stop yourself. So we'll see. So there's that. Um, mm-hmm. My brother Alex and I just finished up. Are you were testing yesterday, right? That was two days ago. Okay. We were testing. Uh, this really, really dope anamorphic lens. Mm-hmm. It's a new zoom. It's like a 35 to 70 that this could be called PS Technique. Mm-hmm. It's like a compact zoom. We were testing it the other day. It looked dope. Mm-hmm. It looked really dope. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, because he and I have been, been, been not arguing, but just lamenting that the new Blade Runner mm-hmm. is shot on spherical glass. So it's not even going to really look like the, mm-hmm. o- the original. Oh. And we're just like, what are they doing? Like, do they yeah, not? So <laughs> I, do saw they the, I saw the trailer and I'm just like, mm, it's like, messing up. wait, wait. In the original, at least they have some people of color. <laughs> they so did. this future, hey, ain't no people of color, nowhere. Nobody. Hey, hey, so there was a real, this is really interesting about that. There's a really interesting guy I was reading about, um, some video essay about, about Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. He was always, always talking about the off-world colonies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he's pointing out that... Black people and Mexican people left? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, 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 All the white people had left the planet. And the whites who were still down on the planet... Mm-hmm. Oh, so they had white, like, white, and those are the ones that got left behind. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny May and them. That's what it is. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. Cause so it was kind of like that one movie that yeah, yeah. Um, Matt Damon did. Yeah, with uh, Jodie Jody yeah, Foster. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like that's he's like an, he's like an, an outside of Terrell because he owns the company. There's there's no one white of means in that movie, and everyone else you see in the streets and everything. Like, I was like, I never looked at it that way. Huh. Okay. You know, because it's they, interesting. They can, they can use that if they want to. <laughs> But even if they all left, where's the rest of us? No, 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 but I'm saying, I'm saying in the first movie, it's like that. Because right, there's so many people right, of color, right. you see them all over the place, right. you know. But in the second movie, no, no. Interesting. I'm very disappointed in that movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, well. I'll go see it just for <clears throat> out of respect. Mm-hmm. I might not, because the last time I saw a movie like that, which was... Prometheus? <laughs> Damn. No, um, because everybody hates Prometheus, and I say to myself, yeah, I that like bad. Prometheus I is like not it. a bad movie. Like it's it. just not an alien movie. It should have right. been a different. It should have right. been a different thing by itself. So right. if you go into it thinking it's not part of that, mm-hmm. then it's actually a good movie. That's right. That's a good point. Uh, no, yeah. uh, I'm thinking of the Indiana, the fourth Indiana Jones movie, hmm. the Crystal Skull. Oh, I don't. I'm not a fan <laughs> of those. See. After I saw that, I was kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if I can watch this franchise anymore. <laughs> oh, with, so, uh, with Shia LaBeouf and all that? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. I went to go see it just out of courtesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, childhood. See, see, you can't do that anymore. Horrible. I can't you, do it anymore. You, 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 see, I like Shia LaBeouf. No, no, no. It's a, you That's can't, you can't right. watch movies out of courtesy. No. You can't watch he's movies like out of courtesy. No, he's, he's not. How dare you? Out there. How dare you? Because he never does it the same way. Invoke James Dean. Because James Dean was one of the first people to act... An right now, James Dean is crawling movie. up the steps no, right not. now as a no, zombie. Come pimp slap you right no, now. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf is like James Dean. I'm saying as you far as I'm going to move my seat over a little bit. Fine, I don't move over, bitch. Please. Move over, baby. Please. There's something more media over here. Anyway. So, so what are we talking about today? So <clears throat> the reason why we're here today <laughs> is because I've been like binge watching a lot of stuff. 
and prepping for writing a bunch of articles on hard film shit. Now that I got the summer off, mm-hmm. months of just getting fat and happy being at the beach, <laughs> doing the fuck what I want to do, and then being in Europe and just being with family. That's what you got to do. So Why do you get fat at the beach when you're at the beach? You're supposed to be at the beach trying food. to be trim. You bring food and wine yeah, that's when and you beer. Nothing. So shouldn't you be like what? trying to get your body right at no, the beach? No, that's why I'm losing weight now. Like I'm dropping weight <laughs> fast. Know. Yeah, because yeah, in two months I'll be at my normal weight, which is like 130. But because I haven't been home in a couple years, mm-hmm. you know, that's when I get fit. And we eat a lot over there, and we drink a lot over there. <laughs> and for some reason, I get really thin. But when I get here, yeah, I eat the bad stupid. food and I get chubby. Mm-hmm. Which is fine with me. Master of None. <laughs> That's just fine and, with you. Yeah, I'm t- like, look, when I was, I finished up Master of None, y'all. Did you see that? Oh, the, 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 you know that Italian food? Oh, I was shit. Like, I was like, this, this. I, I was like, this mofo is around my peeps. Hmm. And they're not showing enough Italian food in this motherfucker. And he was only there for like two episodes and he came back to New York. Oh, that's right. He went to Europe. I saw two episodes, the first two episodes. It's really good. The first two is really good. I mean, I don't know how many people have seen The Bicycle Thief, but the first episode Uh is a big homage to The Bicycle Thief. Black and white. There's there's a whole bunch of like like, um, 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 homage shots to the movie. It's very hilarious if you know the movie. he's gotten with women of color in this Mm -hmm. this season. Like a lot. Like they have to throw that in it because you know we was like, okay, now, <laughs> yeah. come on now! You mm-hmm. can't be in New York and only dating white girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on. yeah. So, you can't. Oh, 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 you got, and you in New York? You in fucking New York? And you ain't dating everybody? <laughs> what the fuck? Hold on a second. Anyway, so yeah, we were happy about that. He threw us a couple of bones, even though I was upset that the one sister in the first episode. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Have you seen the rest of it? I only saw the first two episodes. So this is not really going to give away anything. We never see that chick again, and my hope is. She would but, come back. But but she lives in New York. She's from New York. One would think that he would look her up. But no, he does not. And he ends up pining away for the same one-dimensional girl. And it's kind of disappointing at the end. But I love it. Like, the Thanksgiving episode. If you haven't seen that episode yet. I the I Love New York episode. I only saw the first two. What, dude, stop playing. I watched them last night. Got, look, get yourself some good food. Binge that thing. It's really good. I was watching Goliath the last week, so mm-hmm. I like Goliath. Okay. Have you seen I it? Was the same. Have you seen it? No. Well, then you might want to see I'm it. I'm okay. Damn. You <laughs> might want to see it. I, I mean, you don't have to. I mean, this is why I like having Chris in, because Chris is like the type of dude, like cause some dudes, they'll say stuff and they just get really cow. He don't back down. Mm-mm. And I like that. I respect that. Mm-hmm. So, I like my shit. Yes, I like the pushback because it, it, it. Let people tell me it's not it's not watchable. <laughs> <laughs> the words it was unwatchable come up my uh, mouth. You were saying it. You were you were referencing I, that. No, <laughs> I did not. Anyway, so we're here today to talk about a topic that I'm really interested in. We've talked about this before, Hilliard, in uh-huh. terms of write for screenwriting, um, writing compelling and you know antagonist. Sure. But I want to talk about why is it that we love bad guys? Because here's my thing: when I go to movies. I don't know if it's just my psychology or I'm just attracted to the dark side or in my secret life I'm Darth Vader and if they gave me a choice. Every movie that has a, even the superhero movies, like I was thinking about Thor and you love the brother. I'm seduced, Loki. Loki, oh my God. I'm always seduced by the, and here's the thing, Mm -hmm. even when the show is supposed to be, the name of the show is the name of the good guy and you, (laughs) like for example, Luke Cage. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Cottonmouth. Yeah. Cottonmouth. Like the moment. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you the moment he walked out, or what's his name? The other character. Um, 
Diamond Bank. The guy who plays his brother. Which one? No, no. The uh, Shades. Shades. Oh, oh yeah. God. Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus. And yeah. it was like he's a really nice guy and a real person too. I'm telling you. He's but always it was at like Paris's house. they kept pumping up in Luke Cage. Like yeah, and all the women were like yeah. He ch-. I'm like look. I'm just one of them sisters. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. People who like <laughs> like look. I dig that. I love the dark skins. Mm-hmm. More sh- I get that But there's certain brothers That most sisters would think Oh they're this That yeah. I just don't feel it Like I don't And it's okay mm-hmm. My thing is totally different mm-hmm. So when I went in Walking Luke Cage A lot of sisters were like Yeah we get the brother And I was just like eh, Y'all gotta give me some Alright we're gonna go For Misty Knight So Misty goes She's gonna be my end To hook mm-hmm. me in But baby Let me tell you <laughs> When Cottonmouth Showed up in that mm-hmm. suit mm-hmm. I couldn't like I was dapper. literally I was fast forward Every time Luke showed up We gonna fast forward Giving you modern day Cotton club and just shit Just giving you <laughs> Just so much game mm-hmm. And it wasn't just because It was, it was just something Seductive mm-hmm. About those characters mm-hmm. I mean even the classic That I love um, Which everyone should watch At least three times a year The Godfather mm-hmm. The reason why <laughs> I love that movie <laughs> Is because of Michael Corleone Because he's seduced And he embraces His dark side So what I want to talk about Why is that Why is it that we are attracted to those type of characters. Those characters really pop. Mm-hmm. But also, if you don't have a really strong antagonist or bad guy, how your shit's just going to flop. Well, uh, two things. One... What's the psychology behind that, Chris? The reason why your, your movie's going to flop if your bad guy sucks is because that's the main hurdle that your hero has to get over. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, if you look at the screenwriting like, paradigm... He doesn't. The hero, he or she, doesn't change mm-hmm. until they confront the bad guy. Yeah, and, so and, and the, the bad, bad guy, the bad guy and, is and the most important. Yeah, thing in your life. and if the bad guy is not seemingly insurmountable, mm-hmm. then the hero's journey is like, yeah, what the fuck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, serious. Like, there is no hero's see, journey. See, uh-huh. see, see, mm-hmm. see, there's two. You just mentioned two things, and I, th- I think about this all the time. It's like about. Like when I was growing up, like mm-hmm. what movies meant something to me, and mm-hmm. how now there'd be nothing that would really make me want to be a filmmaker. But you mentioned Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Darth Vader's such a bad fucking ass that you kind of watch that Star Wars and you're like, these motherfuckers aren't, the rebels ain't got they no chance. They ain't mm-hmm. got no chance. Yeah, and it goes back to what I was saying about. Uh, about Rogue One, right? Mm-hmm. The best part of Rogue One is when Vader shows up at the end and is whooping everyone's ass. Because <laughs> you're like, damn. Right. That's how hard he is. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, he was so, it just what, like two minutes on screen? Mm-hmm. If that. But that, he's stabbing people and throwing you around. But that is just hinted at mm-hmm. in episode four. Mm-hmm. But you know everyone knows he can do right, that. Right, right. All those people right. are like, oh shit, he, it's him. Mm-hmm. You forget right. because he has superhuman right. powers why, that he could actually right. fight his ass. And that's <laughs> why, was it the Phantom Menace? What was the one with the dude with the, the red and black face? Yeah, oh, Phantom Menace, yeah. yeah. That's why the Phantom Menace Men- movie sucked. <laughs> It sucked. Uh, look, those of you who stands for that, I'm sorry. I have to tell y'all, it sucked. And I'm going to tell you why it sucked. You almost had me, even with the bad casting. Because that movie had bad casting. Let's that's, that's be real. Um, <laughs> with, they had, had made this guy seem like, okay, he better than Darth Vader. Like, his sword is like double-sided. Mm-hmm. Nigga got horns coming out his head. He's just like the baddest thing ever. 
when they had their fight scene finally and he was dead like that, I'm like, what is this shit? <laughs> yeah. What is, it only lasted, what, a couple of minutes? And then he was dead. And I was like, after that, you lost me. Like, mm. after that, I did not want to see any more of the Star Wars movies. Like, that tainted me. Exactly. For the rest of the series. And that is why I have a hard time when people are like, oh, you got to watch. No, you don't. Fuck those other ones. No, just no, no, no. He should have been, Darth Maul, he should have been the antagonist, like, Throughout through the all the whole trilogy. Like, through all three mm-hmm. movies. It's like they wasn't. It was just a classic mistake. A classic mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, see, but again, uh, you mentioned about the psychology of people, yes. stuff like that. Now, here's the thing, too. It goes back to another movie when we were kids, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. Raiders of the Lost Ark, there's a scene where Belloc is talking to Indy after um, Marion is supposedly killed, and he's in the bar, and he's drinking, and, he, and he's like... And he's like, you and me aren't that far apart. Mm-hmm. It only take you like like a push to push you out of the light. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's what it is when the hero and the villain are so walking the same right. line, but the hero has to keep it in check, and the villain doesn't. And that's mm-hmm. also why we like villains because villains, when they're done right, they're not keeping the shit in check that we all want to do in real life. Right. Let me ask you guys a question. I was thinking about this earlier. <clears throat> You know when you go to see, let's just use the superheroes as an example. You go to see the last Boy Scout or whatever the fuck, right? You go to see somebody who's got power or who's strong, right? A strong cop or whatever the fuck, right? You wish you were them. Do you think that we're drawn to the villain because sometimes we wish they were them too? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. That's, you know that's I mean? your shadow side speaking. Mm-hmm. That's that side of you. Like when you see movies and people, like there's certain people that'll go up and say things that you wish you, they, they'll cuss people out. Yeah, yeah. You, and you wish you could you do wish that. You, you wish you do that. You wish you do that. live vicariously. Trump. Yeah. You love it. You love it. You And therefore, you got to write those people in a way that... All the shit that you wish that you would do, could do and say to motherfuckers, you just write that. Like, for instance, I was watching Good, Man, the Ugly yesterday, just the opening scene. And, uh, just because, right? Well, Damn, yeah. well, 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 no, because we were talking. <laughs> People need to be. Well, you need to be, but you, we, we're, I, I watched War Machine, which no one should ever see. Um, and, um, and there was a scene in there, and I was like, why did they do that Leone shit where it's like these long shots... And then someone's face comes in real, like, sharp in the, in the in extreme close-up. And it's coming off the side. They go, mm. ah, to fuck up everyone's point of view. So, so, so I was showing Alex that because we were talking about that, that lens test. And I remember fucking Levon Cleef. He comes to this guy's house. God, Levon Cleef. Steps up into his crib, mm-hmm. unasked. Mm-hmm. Sits down at his table. Mm-hmm. Starts eating the other guy's food. Doesn't even yeah, ask. Yeah. He, just, he just, I'm take your plate. Damn, and he, that's and, aggressive. And eating it like mother... And, it's and, like a prison movie. Yeah, and, 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 he's, and he's sitting there telling him what's going to happen. Uh-huh. And then when he's done, he kills him. <laughs> and shoots his son and his wife. And he's like, see, that's how hard I am. That's how hard I am. I'm going to eat first. <laughs> I'm going to eat first. Talk to stage. you. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Like, Watch your family. Sweat it out. <laughs> and then I'm going to kill you. You know, it's, it's... I don't know. It's like when I think of TV shows, like there's shows that are out like... Um, they have pretty good villain, like Billions. Um, oh my god! When you That's think my about favorite show on TV right now. When you think about, you know, just have you any- seen Billions? I just watched the pilot the other day. Dude, it's so smart. Because you and Pamela were talking about it so on my birthday, smart. and I was like, Oh my god! Go ahead, keep going. Well, you Go know, on. it's just those type of shows that have really good villains that that can tell you to watch that. And it's like trying to encourage writers, whether it's for TV or film, to try to write the strongest antagonist that you can. 
you know, because, you know, as we always say, the antagonist, mm-hmm. of course, has their own story. They're the hero of their own story. But really, it's the, anta- it's the bad guy that makes the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if there's no bad guys, there'd be no movie. I know we talk about the hero's True. journey. We talk no, about a- the inciting instrument. Bitch, the bad guy makes the shit pop. Mm-hmm. It, and if, if it's not... Hans Gruber. Yeah. Hans Gruber. The bad guy should be the reason you have an inciting incident. Yeah. Uh, actually. Yeah. You know? Hans Gruber in Die Hard. Right. He's mm-hmm. fucking hard as shit. He got all these ideas. My, probably my favorite. Yeah. Time. All this shit going on. Right. It's interesting you brought up. Um, fuck, what did you just bring up? Billions. Some of you were watching billions. Yeah, mm-hmm. billions, billions, billions. So I've only watched the pilot. Mm-hmm. But now you say to yourself, "Who's the?" I'm saying to myself, Dude. "Who's the bad guy?" Exactly. I was Who's the bad guy in that? Because they is both it, are villains. See, see because. Is it Axe? And there's anti-heroes, so there's people who Is it Axe? Because he's got money and he's doing well, but because we live in an age where we don't trust authority, Mm -hmm. maybe Paul Giamatti's a bad guy because he's letting that motherfucker... I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just... That's a really good way if you don't... It's like... I'm telling you this. That's the good thing about TV, which is where film is, in my opinion, trying to go. Film used to be the shit, now it's TV. TV has figured it out, right? That both... Of your antagonist and, and protagonist can be villains in, in the same time. They figured it out because that show, the more you get into it, they both are the antagonists the entire time. And every episode, one might be in charge of the other. You know, it's a cat and mouse thing the entire freaking. And I've seen everyone. It's the only show in the last five years that I've seen every episode besides The Walking Dead. Because it's so fucking brilliant. Hey, really shout well out to done. my friend Young who's writing for that show. Hey, we run film independent oh, together. Into the Badlands. Yes. I'm all caught up and on it too. Yeah, I forgot. And here's the thing with Into the Badlands, you know, <laughs> which is like my pulp culture, one of my favorites, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, it's, to me, it's crack fiction. It's mm-hmm. like, it's got everything in the kitchen sink thrown into it. Yeah. And it's craziness. And who cares if the plot really makes sense? And what if one <laughs> people are fat in the kicking butt and I love it. <laughs> if you think about it, Sonny is a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He kills people. Yeah. He kills children and women folk. Yeah. 400 so, and something, 30 times. Yeah. <laughs> but we root for him every week, exactly. you know, and it's like, you know, in, if that was the real world, we would not be rooting for him. We'd be frightened of him and be like, mm-hmm. girl, what you doing with this dude who killed a whole bunch of people and got all them tattoos on his back? Oh, yeah. yeah but because yeah, it's yeah. so seductive and the clothes and the attitude that you're seduced and we just forget that. All those tattoos and hundreds of people he has murdered mm-hmm. on the behest of somebody else mm-hmm. without thinking about it, without feeling anything for it, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's a testament to how we will be seduced and like, well, okay, he kills people. But well, yeah, I, I mean, look. He dresses nice. And he, look, he's good to my mom. We don't have. Just take your shirt off. Just take your shirt off. Enough. There's not enough outlets mm-hmm. in society for us to really kind of. Um, Take our negativity well, video out. Games. Video games. Well, yeah, but no, well, yeah, but video games. But I think that's, but that's the people. So that's why people put that in the the, the entertainment. They but make, it, but, they but make the villains so though, exciting. Is that why MMA is probably the number one sport, you know, coming up now because people are using their frustration and their anxiety and whatever on punching bags and all that other. I, stuff I right? mean, it's, it's probably true. I, I mean, to me, I, <clears throat> I, I think a lot about. Well, Particularly now, because there's so much of this Russia in the news. Mm-hmm. But I think about the whole post-war era up until the collapse of the Berlin Wall. It's like there was always a villain there mm-hmm. in the culture to point at, to kind of like keep us in line. Usually some outsider from yeah, outside the margins know, of our culture. And, and, and since the collapse of that, we c- I think we've been looking for a villain 
on some level, but we have to keep looking inside now. <laughs> well, now we got the biggest so, villain. We got Trump now. So it's like, when in the history, like even when Bush was in power. It wasn't that bad. And the Bush, well, they were bad too. I, I, they, I, I said it wasn't were, as bad. They were bad with a <laughs> smile on their face, <laughs> you know, but it was Which like. Is, Scary. It's scary. That's to me yeah. could be even scary. At least with Trump, he's just letting you know I'm an idiot, and we can see it. Like, is yeah, he? he's, yes, <laughs> see, yes. I think it's the exact same. You know, it's it's the the quiet one and the loud one, mm-hmm. and they're saying the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And to me, it's like which one's more of a threat? The one who's who's confident because they grew up confident, or the one who's Arrogant and confident. If that well, makes any it's going sense. to be interesting in terms of the full type. of entitlement, right? Full of, you know. Well, there's going to be this. <clears throat> that's going to be interesting. What type of stories and, and movies and TV shows are coming out now under this 45 regime? Mm-hmm. If we don't have no coup, I think there might be a coup. You or, think? Or, or, or resignation or I just assassination. Feel like he's got the most powerful lawyers in the world who know how to get out knows? of everything. Yeah, it's like well, see, but see, but see, the thing is, is that he doesn't have see if he gets impeached. It's different. It's not the same. T- it's like a court martial in a sense, where it's a different type of legal procedure. So these these attorneys that you want to get, those people aren't versed on how to defend people in that type of situation. Okay, that, <clears throat> so it'll be interesting. But let's, let's look at this. Keep your thought. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. So no, that, that's all I was gonna say. So I don't all know. right, let's look at this. Let's play a game right quick. Okay. So if we were to do a movie about Trump, who's the antagonist in the story? Trump. Let's look at it for, like for, that. You mean for for Trump? Yeah, like if this was a story about it'd be the about be, it'd about be people. some young reporter or something trying to find a way it'd to be the media and the American people <clears throat> to impeach him. Let's just say that's what the story is about. So he's the protagonist. He's trying to stay alive. Who's after him? Yeah, let's say if he's the protagonist, Ugh. who's the antagonist against him? That's intense. That is intense. I would say that. I would say the press. And activists and mm-hmm. people who are constantly yeah. talking about him and social media and coming at him and all the people who are doing all the protests every week. And see, I would almost make it a tragedy. In the sense you where... You make me feel sorry for Trump. <laughs> you can hear me out. You can try to write that movie if you want Just to. Just hear me out. All right. Where, remember, everybody is a result of who they were as a kid. So, it looks like W, so, the movie W. Exactly. So who was his father, right? What was his relationship with his father that made him the person he is now, right? How has he become that person? So at some point, you either gain more sympathy or he learns that he was wrong all along. You see what I mean? He learned something about himself that he never was able to open himself up to because he put this shell on. Or, or, or like when you have a tragedy happen to yourself when you're a kid, mm-hmm. like when you're molested or whatever, something devastating happens, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you forget it. It's almost like mm. something o- something yeah. opens mm. a window mm. for him to see. Mm. Mm. That's what made me who I am today. I need to resign. resign. Whatever you know, I me. Mean? I think something tragic happens where he realizes himself. Right now, the wall's he, up because he, he can't even see it. You know what I mean? No, he's he so, can't. He's so self-absorbed and such a narcissist mm-hmm. that will never happen. He will never have self-reflection. He will never have that epiphany moment. I'm saying it, in a movie, though. No, in the movie, it's going to be the other people around him that mm-hmm. supported him. It has to be a character who was like, I don't know, <clears throat> Pence character or one of his aides mm-hmm. that's going to realize this man's not going to change. I quit, right? And the only change is going to be that person. Like, I quit. I'm jumping over the fence. <laughs> I'm leaving. Well, yes. I mean, I mean, it's going to be Melania. <laughs> 
I, I just mean, saw a tweet from Michelle Amore yesterday. I don't know if you saw it on Facebook. No, 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 no. <clears throat> and she said um, it was a picture of um, Trump and his daughter, or Melania. Melania? Is that Whatever. It was the picture Ivanka's of one of them the getting off the plane and over there in Israel. Or, oh, yeah, uh, Atlanta, yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, the big ass belt. And she doesn't have on a, she's not oh, covering that's her hair. Oh, yeah. she's not wearing a, she's not wearing a, she's not wearing a, 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 a hijab. When Trump had went off on Michelle, yeah. when she went over there and uh-huh. talking about, we were very disrespectful. Here's your wife walking around with that ugly ass belt. <laughs> 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 and his tie, really why was his tie so long? Because people keep getting on how short it is. Because he didn't tie it right. But it's super long. He was showing them. He was making a point. It don't need to go down to your knees. Don't see, people, but see, make jokes about but, 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 but see, to me, the problem with oh Trump, this is the problem about Trump, right? With all the money he has, he still comes across as like a classless buffoon. Like he doesn't understand mm-hmm. how to dress and groom himself. Mm-hmm. Well, he comes from that kind of like lower middle class from his dad's root and the dad building himself up becoming this multi-millionaire where it's kind of like they don't have any type of name. They don't come from like the Mayflower and they don't have that Kennedy, pedigree. Nothing. They don't have that pedigree. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not old money. They like new money with, like you said, bad taste. I mean, anytime you got gold lame and everything in your hotel you really in your house. You try so hard. Like, it, what it tells me is you ain't got, that's, you don't have, you have no class. Yep. You know, to me, that's bad. And, hey, forgive me for those people who like leopard print. Let's like how people, when I see <laughs> exactly. black folks with leopard print stuff, oh I'll be like, God. how gauche. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, no, it's real this leopard. fashion faux pas. But you know what? But people love that. So I have to like back out. Like, you know what? People like what they like. But in my mind, I'm thinking, really? <laughs> that, like, to me, that's the sign of like, so whenever I see but gold or overly gold. See, you me thinking about this, this, this thing about. Trump in the movie because I the only thing that makes me it's it, like he reminds me of like Norma Desmond mm. because oh my God, he, yes. because he's so in wrapped his in his own life. head yeah. and he doesn't even understand where he's a problem mm-hmm. or how he's what, you know like like and everything that occurred to me mm-hmm. but that's kind of how he is I'm just kind of thinking what is that story I there isn't the story would be Paul Ryan. <laughs> who has the epiphany and realizes, holy shit, everything I've been espousing is totally wrong. Mm-hmm. But now I'm stuck. I got to keep towing this thing until mm-hmm. I figure out a way for me to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as the house is burning down, he's trying to figure out his own exit. Because a lot of times I'll be looking, you ever look at these dudes in these pictures where I feel like they're sending us secret messages and codes. People be making fun, like the way they have their feet pointed in certain oh, directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a part of me is like that shit might actually be real. Like, help me. Like, help <laughs> no, no. See, let me tell you right now. I, see, see. I I used to always tell people about. People always used to say these these conspiracy type things you see in the movies. Mm. Oh, the are, best. They're just they're just movie conspiracies. <laughs> but I. But what no, we've been what we've been living. Theme what, but what things. what we've been living. Mm-hmm. Let's you know, and it's not just the, the thing with Trump. Like, just remember this time last year, those Panama Papers shit came mm-hmm. out yeah. where they were yeah. hustling money all over the planet. I mean, it's like that shit. Like, writers don't make up shit that's so out of the norm. Mm-hmm. That's so like, oh, that's how they have that saying: "Truth is always stranger than fiction." Yeah. So yeah. I mean, someone's mm-hmm. always pulling it together. Someone is always they've seen something. They might twist a little bit or change the setting. Sure, you have to but, still make it a movie. It's, you know, whatever it is, sure. but, but you can't, but you're not making up that kind of wild shit. Mm-hmm. I, I think that shit is this. Shadow Cadmus and shit like that. I mean, the shit with your boy Trump and all his people. Why and he my boy? I, I mean, <laughs> just, you know, shit. Like my name in it. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I know it's, you know, it's one of those things that, that 
you know, as writers, when we're thinking about writing those things, you know, it's like not being afraid to delve into those type of characters. And like for me personally, I always feel that when you write a really strong, dark character, you know, it just makes the your project so much better. Well, I was just thinking about like like one part part of your 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 pitch was let's talk about you know also ways of making right. the anti well the the antagonist compelling mm-hmm. and one of the things that was just sparking me was <clears throat> in all those examples of movies that you've shown there's there's moments that made you like them almost save the cat moments even for the yeah it's like the oh exactly well okay so what was I watching recently uh, that I loved is um, no country for old men mm-hmm. okay so I hated that movie. oh. Oh, it was a slow move, oh, so, but it was but, so. But your boy, yeah. but your boy, the uh, oh my God, what's his name? Javier Bardem, oh, that bad, ha- that bad haircut, haircut. Yeah. that, that brilliant gone but, 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 but see, uh, you're talking about a scene. What's his save the so cast what, what scene? Was the scene? What was the save the cast. There's two scenes in there, but the first thing I remember, like he gets arrested in the beginning in the mm-hmm. car. You don't know, you don't, know, you don't know anything about what is going on. Mm-hmm. He's in that um, police station, hmm. and the deputy is talking. To the to his boss. Oh yeah, I caught this guy, and he's like, got these handcuffs on. And he like mm. comes, he, he, he you know behind his back, and he pulls him around his front, and he like grabs that guy by the throat, mm. and like jumps back with him, and like chokes the guy out with the handcuffs on, mm. and like breaks his larynx and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this is really brutal fucking scene. You're like, this motherfucker is hard as shit, mm. and then he goes up. I think the next scene is he's, he's so what, what I'm hearing in that if you don't mind me interrupt keep that thought is just like in your with your hero you show what it is that they, their abilities they show so you in that the, scene what his abilities are yeah, you ability. have to show us right. up front yeah and, and it's a physical scene now mm-hmm. there's a now there's a verbal scene mm-hmm. that, that lets you know how really crazy he is mm-hmm. When he's talking to that old man at the gas station, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Are you gonna bet your get a quarter the right. coin?" And he's really fucking with that guy, <laughs> really putting that guy on the spot. And he's like, "Oh no, we gotta shut up. We gotta close now." We gotta. Mm-hmm. He goes, "No, you don't." He's he just, he's so relentless. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "This guy is fucking with someone who's got nothing to do with the story at all." Correct. He's got nothing to do with the money. Yeah. He's got nothing to do with the hiring. He's, mm-hmm. he's just someone who's in, who's inconveniencing him by talking to him. Mm-hmm. That's a really hard villain. Right. Mm. Because you don't even want to like cross their path mm-hmm. in just across the street, cross their path. Like, hey, I see you. <laughs> I, I, I got to dug into this building right. because he's too... He's so volatile. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the end of the movie, spoilers. Oh, please. Them bitches should have been. Um, <laughs> um, he comes and kills the girl, the wife. Yeah. Finds her like, you know, couple was a year or two late. I don't know how long it is, but he's like, you know what? I was told to kill you. And I got a job to do. And, <laughs> you know, I got the I got money and I killed and, and, and I, I, I killed your husband. Exactly. I'm still killing you. <laughs> Just because. You know what? And you got to respect Because <laughs> I'm a pro. Of principle. Exactly. I'm well, a professional. Even though it sounds horrible, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's the type of shit that makes you respect that bad guy. Like, exactly. It's been two years. He could have been living life, not even the... His life. word is his bond, his right? His word <laughs> is his bond. And yeah. I, I, hey, that's just how it is. And mm-hmm. that, that, I will give you that for that part of the... That, movie for that but anything else in that movie no well it's just like when I was telling um, 
uh, Lionel Miller and you know his wife wanted like why I love Cato mm-hmm. on you know underground. underground because he's like the antihero and he does things and he says things that you wish black people could have said back then and probably some of them did. Mm-hmm. And you know un- they did, and he's unapologetic. That's about- why people were getting whipped because they were doing shit they weren't supposed to be doing. Yeah, <laughs> and they were talking back. He was talking back. <laughs> they were doing all kinds of shit. My job is exactly. to do this because I got it rough too, and I tried to tell y'all. And it's mm-hmm. like that type of integrity, even though in the most horrific circumstances, and the fact that he's unapologetic about it. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I'm doing. Even mm-hmm. when they escape, he's like. If I got to go capture some of these other black people to save myself, and that's some hard shit because the the, the bleeding heart in yourself wants to think that, oh, in slavery, we were kumbaya, mm. and we were going to try to get together. <laughs> oh, no. Folks was like, what do I need to survive? Just like Ernestine, mm-hmm. you know, the Ernestine character, you know. Um, I love her because she's doing some shit that I hate, but I understand why she's doing it, and she does it in a way where it's like, ah, oh, shit, I'm going to... Mm. You're killing somebody else's mother to save your own kid, even mm-hmm. though that, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or when she's setting the other girl, Dewanda's character up, mm-hmm. where basically you're going to be the new house girl, and this is how I'm going to show you how to do this. Where it's mm-hmm. like you are grooming this girl mm-hmm. to be raped, basically, mm-hmm. even though the girl's going willingly, like, okay, I'm going to go see what I can do to get this master to give me whatever. But under the laws of slavery, that's rape. Yeah. And you are grooming her and telling mm-hmm. her, this is what you need to do. That's some other level shit where you're like. But you know what? But her character, I know we're all off the subject, but no, her it's not, character. Part, it's part of the topic. Her character embraced, like that, that from the pilot on, her relationship with the master, and when hey. they have sex, she's in control. And I went, and I was thinking to myself, like, as, they, as I was watching that pilot the first time, I remember going, how did she. Reverse that sex Is it because he's into Her dominating him Or is it because She raised him As a kid I think and they were not, She wasn't that I don't know I don't know yeah. I was trying to figure out Like what it was That turned that moment I think for me it, you, you might have the So she's always in charge Of him She's always in charge It's like It's like <clears> you <throat> said It's that dominatrix You know mm-hmm. That Submissive, you know, the bottom and the top. Like mm-hmm. in the real world, mm-hmm. you know, she's the, you know, the bottom for she's him, the top. the top. But when they're in that bedroom, she's those roles reverse, and he's yeah, into yeah, that. Yeah. And she well, was. it's a similar thing, like in in billions. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, and I just, that's why it's seductive, and that's why even though a part of you is thinking you should be doing that, you should be helping them and not trying to stop them. There's something about her just embrace like this is how shit is, and I'm gonna work the system to how I. Well, see, see, it. interesting you say that about underground because about this sense of camaraderie and save and save the group and stuff like that, and I, I just think that um, this is just a broader thing. I think at a certain level, people don't do that. Hmm. I think people. I mean, that's 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 what we would want. Like you said, we want to believe that's that. Why there's not that many heroes. Like when we call somebody a hero, they have to do some hell of. But 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 it's one of those things where people, you know, they they make that whole thing out in. They say this a lot in in in, in these like war movies where it's like I'm not a hero. I just did what I had to do, mm-hmm. and whatever it is, it's like, I think that that we as people, we just do things that. When 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 there's pressure on us, then we do things for us, and it's very very hard to be selfless in that position. And that I think is what's interesting about when you're writing a villain, mm-hmm. because he's doing he or she is doing things for them, right? 
And like you said earlier about they got to be this hero of their own story. And, yeah, and in their they have world, to have their own shit is right. right. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I think this is a really interesting. It's one of these John August things about like some somebody called in and there's like seven traits they had mm-hmm. on like what makes a good villain. And and one of those was it's like <clears throat> they they operate in a way that that they know better. Right. You know, it's kind, of, it's kind of like what you're saying about you know in in the underground because I only seen the pilot. Um, they're doing things that they know. This is what I got to do, and since you guys don't know better, you got to let me. <laughs> you have to let me do what is going to be good. At least for me, right? It might hurt you, right. but that's because you don't know. Right. It's interesting. I, I, it's one of the things. I, I mean, like that's what makes storytelling really fascinating is that you have to kind of make the people the choices they make have to be real mm-hmm. and that's like the honesty in writing that everyone kind of like is harping on you about is that like and the honesty is is that is it reflective of what what we might do <laughs> right, if, if 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 no one was looking right. mm-hmm. or if there was no consequence cuz 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 honestly with the villains they have done things where they haven't paid any consequences true and then it's just more and more steps of that and then when you finally meet them they haven't paid consequences on their actions in maybe, I don't know, five or six years and yeah. shit. You know, now they're ready right. to. So it's. Would, uh, it, would it Al Capone last 30 years yeah. before you got and caught? Well, and here's shit? the thing when you're writing your villains and your bad guys, you have to be very careful not to to delve into the, the realm of caricature mm-hmm. where it's like Snidely Whiplash. Like, mm-hmm. because. What do they call them? Wizards? Yeah, Snidely Whiplash. With mustache twirling. Mustache twirling. You know, and there's been some movies where, and, and I'm, I'm trying to think of something that's like really blatant like that, where. The bad guy is so comical that you don't take him serious anymore Correct. and you don't really believe, okay, well, you already know they're going to overcome this, so let me focus in on something else because clearly they're going to win at the end, you mm-hmm. know, because this bad guy is not really all that of a bad guy. But see, to me, when people are writing like that, they, they haven't really analyzed the bad guy because in, in all the classic movies, like you said, Die Hard and, you know, all the other, even fucking, like you said, Darth Vader, <clears throat> they all have a motive too. And they believe just like the hero does, they're doing the right thing. And there's a and if you believe to their it, evil. Then yeah. you want them to succeed too. Right. You know what I mean? You actually, you actually want them to destroy the world for whatever the fuck. Right, you know what I mean? right, right. <laughs> because it makes sense to them. Right. And you want them to succeed, but your hero has a slightly better reason why it needs to not happen or whatever the fuck. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the hero, you know, like, who was I talking about how, like, um, in the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. like the real only story of all the movies they've done, uh, the first Iron Man. I was the, just about to say Iron is, Man is, yeah. nailed it. In it's part like the one. only yeah. one where the villain is a good rival mm-hmm. because if you think about it, at every step of the way, Jeff Bridges ahead mm-hmm. of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you thought you were going to do this? Ha! I already did this. Right. Oh, right. who the one who, who you know who, who fucked up your money and your billions and got you voted out? Mm-hmm. That was me. Mm-hmm. And he does it at that moment where they're at that party where he can't really. He lets him know that at a point where he can't really um, can't confront him. You know, mm-hmm. so he leaves him impotent. It's really mm-hmm. smart, smart writing for that. And mm-hmm. I just feel like that's. Um, and then the rest of them, I, the rest of the Marvel movies, I don't know if the like. They don't feel like there's a threat. The the villains don't feel threatening to me. Mm. Um, I mean, particularly this 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 the most forgettable film I've seen. Maybe in the Guardians of the Galaxy too. 
Because I was like, who's the villain in this? What's this movie about? Like, what's going on? It's like there's no real pressure from anybody pushing you to do better. Or, or, I mean, and also what you want is like you wonder, is the villain going to push the hero into the dark side? And is he going to have to do dark stuff Mm. to actually stay in the light? Like, how deep is he going to go into his own personal hell? You know, to to win, to survive. I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, that's why I always go back to The Godfather because there's that moment in the film. It's like to me, that's like the litmus of your, especially when you're dealing with an anti-hero type of quote bad guy, yeah. where you know, basically the family's on the line. You know, he always wanted to walk that straight and narrow, and there's that moment he gets beat up. He's got the swollen jaw, and basically he's got to sit in this restaurant and he's got to listen to this dude who shot his dad, and. There's that moment where his eyes are just telling you, like, he's about to make that decision. Like, this is do or die. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go walk into that bathroom. I'm going to get this gun, and I'm just going to pop. And it's such a rich moment because it's where you realize that he is actively embracing. Mm Mm-hmm. Because literally, he could just got up and say, oh, fuck it. You know, I can't do it. One of y'all do it. I'm still going to have my life, what have you. But there's that moment where he's sitting and the other dude's talking. Can I talk to an Italian? Italians always do that when mm-hmm. they're around regular folk. Their hands get to move. No, no, not only that, but they want to speak in their own language mm-hmm. because they really want to exclude you. They just want to get to the heart of it. Sure, sure. Like, we're going to talk as, you know, <clears throat> as people, mm-hmm. you know, because we're like, we're family. We're coming. Don't be falling from that exactly, shit. Yeah, yeah. And Michael, and they call, <laughs> they call in, and, and Michael's just sitting there looking, and then he just stops, and he goes, can I go to the bathroom? And he gets up, and you're like, here we go. Mm. And then you want him to. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was a kid, when I first saw it, the drive-in, I was like, no, you're too cute. You don't want to be a bad guy. But years of watching that, to me, that's like the pivotal moment. That's like my favorite scene, like, gears up to that moment it's like go in there and get that gun and just shoot up everybody mm-hmm. in that bitch shoot that motherfucker in the shoot face everybody <laughs> that shoot that motherfucker strong hate in the face and you want him to and it's like a beautiful a beautiful moment in cinema when someone embraces that dark side where they actively decide you know what this is my new life now this is what I'm gonna do well see but this is you said you actually embrace your dark side because but he's still wonderful he well, he's, he's still great but but it's, it's but again kills it's, people on the side every now and then <laughs> And goes home, he's kills his brother. He's gotta do what he's gonna do. 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 At least he went until mom passed away. He had that respect. Yes, he had the respect. Told him, you can't come to the house. And when you do come to visit, I have to be gone. The moment mama was up in that casket, you gone. You're gone, Fredo. You're gone. I'm gonna make you comfortable. In fact, I'm gonna wait a couple of months when mama's gone and go fishing. Oh, go take the nephew. Hey, oh, and then pop, pop, pop done, done, done. No, but the thing is to say, it's beautiful. Is, is is that it's interesting because we have moments in our life where we decide to do, to decide to harm someone, mm-hmm. and we kind of struggle with that. We ha- you have to struggle with it. And you harm know? can be something simple like breaking up with somebody or telling people you can't come you know, you know, to something well, or no, disappointing. No, no, it's no, extreme no, stuff no too. but what I'm saying is if someone like really harms you and you're like, do I need to get some revenge on these people right, somehow? Right. You know, right. and and a lot of times that happens that that's actually like a workplace thing more than anything mm-hmm. where someone fucks you with the job and you're like, how do I get them back? How do I fuck them? And it's like that's that moment that you don't usually don't do anything. Usually, like, well, I'm just gonna put my head down. I'm gonna work harder and figure out what to do to not let that, not let that happen again. Mm-hmm. But seeing the movie, the person's like, you know, I'm gonna cut this motherfucker's brake lines on his tires because 
You're wrong. <laughs> That's man. why. You're wrong. And, and to this day, I'm still mad that Jake Gyllenhaal never won. That's why I really like Nightcrawler because mm-hmm. in Nightcrawler, Jake Gyllenhaal, he is the bad guy. Oh yeah, totally. He's your he's your protagonist. And he's the bad guy. Interesting. And yeah, he, two for one. Isn't yeah. <laughs> and he is his own worst, you know, he, he sets up his own complications. But as the movie progresses, you realize he's the bad guy and he doesn't care. Like, I have a goal. Mm-hmm. I've got some things I need to work through. And either you're with me or you're not. You know, and there's that pivotal scene where he's talking to. Um, he's almost like the young version of the guy in No Country from the Old Yeah, Man. he's like. <laughs> yeah. But it's the banality of it. It's like it's yeah. it's not to that extreme, mm-hmm. but he you could see where it could go that way. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Close, yeah, yeah. Really, really, really. Totally. It can go that way. Right. So you know, it's like it's like you said for well, writers well, write that stuff. Yeah, I mean, to me, I I, I love the scene in that movie. Not I guess Carl, it's coming up when he um when he kind of like tells. Um, Rene Russo, mm-hmm. you have to have sex with me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you he have be- to. I, I mean, I mean, like, like he he basically mentally rapes her. And I expect you to be a certain time, and we we have dinner. Yeah, and I expect and to see you this evening. And we're gonna do it this and way. And she looks at him like, "Are oh, you sh- saying you, this? Are you mm-hmm. are you for real?" Yeah, and <laughs> he is. And it's a beautiful moment in cinema. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy shit, like <laughs> this. <laughs> That was some beautiful writing, and I'm upset that he didn't win. Oh, that's that. he got robbed. Oh, so good. He got robbed, and I mean, I mean, I mean, I think the whole movie got robbed on every level, oh, yeah. like on oh, nothing. Yeah. Like Riz Ahmed should have been nominated. You predicted that like way. Look, you saw it listen, opening weekend, didn't you? Listen, Definitely. wrote about it mm-hmm. in bitch flicks. Mm-hmm. Told y'all Rene Russo should have been nominated. Riz Ahmed should have been nominated mm-hmm. just for that fragile character that he yeah. played. Yeah. Like who? What other best supporting actor was on that level? Yeah. I'm, you know what? Y'all go make me mad and look up, see who it is, and go to that person's <laughs> house and go take that award back and give it to Riz. But, you know, it was like one of those things where it was in a long time where the bad guy is mm-hmm. the lead, and you're, you're kind of wanting him to mm-hmm. succeed. Like, yeah, yeah maybe you're going to cut those brake lines on the mm-hmm. old boy. And home dude is dead, your mm-hmm. rival, and... Go ahead and take a videotape of him and sell it to his rival. Company. I mean, it's like it's so oh, yeah. hardcore. Yeah, yeah. And it's like he's so ruthless. Dude, he is. He's and so ruthless. He just does that. And there's something in human nature that that revels. I don't know if it's it's not what is it, Schrodinger, whatever, like somebody's misery, where you just like yeah, Schrodinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just enjoy sometimes that falling, especially if it's a really good bad guy that gives it to you. You know. So if you're writing those bad guys, give us exactly. Make it work for Make us. Work like, for like us. I mean, you know, I mean, the classic one it's also is like, not classic, but the but most recent I think is Breaking Bad or Walter White. Like, we just Perfect. love the fact that he's going, he's doing everything. It's you know, and they, it's a very. I was watching that in Sons of Anarchy a lot at the same mm-hmm. time, and they both kind of use the yeah. similar kind of motivation right. to do anything mm-hmm. was it's for the family, right? You know, and I, and honestly, it's and a, you watch it enough, you could convince yourself that yeah, what we're doing is for the for family. It's family. It's, 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 it's yeah, and I mean, it's it's a and then like you like we, Michael Corleone, same thing. It's like people will do a lot of really wild ass shit. Because they got to save their family. Yeah, because they want to eat. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I think what's really is that they don't want the family to know what they did. Oh, yeah, it's a secret. Yeah, they yeah, don't want yeah, Because the family, like Skyler, definitely. was like, motherfucker, you're yeah. crazy. I mean, even you know? Tony Soprano, he didn't tell his wife everything. No, he couldn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? He can't. Exactly. You can't do that shit because yeah. it's like. Because I remember there was an episode where the kids discovered that he was a mob dude or yeah. some shit. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like Goodfellas, you know? Exactly. Let's wrap it up. Kind of, those kind of characters <clears> that we <throat> like. Why we like Joe Pesci. Why, even though he's, uh, like, insane. He was. 
Australia in that role. We we love him. Funny mm-hmm. hot. That whole scene, funny hot. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. dude, all right, calm down. And then when he shoots him, <laughs> your first inkling is, oh my god, I should hate this guy. But no, you're compelled to keep watching him. Like, what's mm-hmm. he going to do next? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the extreme? When mm-hmm. he goes after what's his name and says, oh, go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. go fuck myself. Blah blah. blah. Yeah. You could have like, watched the whole sh- movie just on this shit. character. Yes. Which they should have did a spinoff. Yes, <laughs> they really should have. They He's really like, should no. have. <laughs> anyway. No, no, they should. I'm just saying. It's just I just like yeah. I mean, it's interesting to, to have seen that. I just don't know. I mean, but I'll leave everybody with this. Just make sure when you set up your hero, you set them up and you show what great ability they have, and you do the same thing with your hero. And, you mean that? You mean the bad guy? Yeah, with the, the bad guy. I'm sorry. With the with the hero, you set them up in a great way, and you, and then when you meet your bad guy, you also set them up in a way. Like you said. Either they walk in your house and they sit down in front of you. you gotta ins- and it's they, gotta feel like you know what I mean? eyes. And, like, and they eat they from your fucking plate. Yes. <laughs> or they do what they did in uh, Sexy Beast. Yes. You know, where people yes. tell you that they're coming, and by the time you and meet them, you're already got, scared to death. They're already scared. You know what I mean? Um, but make sure that what ability you give your hero is the ability that he didn't even realize is that is the thing that helps him take down right. the antagonist. Right. And usually they didn't realize he said, had the force. Right. <laughs> you feel me? Right. Force, and same like you hit. said, you mentioned like usually they're both the, you know, two different sides of the same coin. Correct. They both have that thing in them. Mm-hmm. They're just choosing different paths yeah. to get what they need. Yeah. You know, and it's gotta be it's gotta be equal push. If it's just that don't don't give us a Darth Maul. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ever talking all, talking all this stuff, and then you're done in like two seconds. Don't give us the stuff that they had in a bunch of movies that have come out where we don't care. You know, like like no villain. I mean, I see. The thing is, that I can't even think of a villain that I've seen in a movie or any like late. The, I can't even think of a villain that's been impressive. I mean, I mean, that's maybe true. Christopher Waltz in oh yeah, um, Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's maybe about it. But but that's because he is like the villain in Iron Man, where he's always a yeah. step ahead of everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and the villain should be, the, the villain should, should be ahead. Because exactly. when you plot out your story and you look at the the set pieces, you should be setting them around your your antagonist, in my opinion, and then let your hero figure them out. Yeah. You know, eventually. Yeah. That, that, I would work backwards. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, cool. Well, where are you at, Lisa? Lisa Colt Jam. <clears throat> I'm always on Twitter. <laughs> You on there now? <laughs> excited, excited, and um, yeah, uh, find me on Bitchflix. Um, shout out to Valerie Complex because there was an article that went out because um, the Wonder Woman. There was a, a a male critic who had made the comment like, "Oh, you know, I've been planning all year to diss and pan the Wonder Woman movie, but it's actually pretty good because they really? lifted the embargo for people to go see it and start talking about yeah. it a little bit. And it's been getting so far. I've been hearing really good reviews. Mm-hmm. And so there was this big thing on Twitter where we were talking about, see, this is why you need more women doing film criticism mm-hmm. and doing film reviews because you have guys who are sitting here saying stuff publicly, unapologetically, like, oh, I was planning on panning it anyway. But I guess because it's good now, I guess I can't say it's bad. It's like, really? So they kind of like gave a shout out to a lot of people, um, female film critics. And Valerie put a bunch of the list of women, especially women of color. So shout out you to know her. You funny? And I don't know I'm trying to end this episode, but... I mean, what do they think they're going to do Wonder Woman 1977 again or something? I mean, what the fuck? Like, it's just going to be this campy little... They didn't do that with Batman. All the movies are darker now with character and you know what I mean? I think, so I expect I it think, to be... I think a part of that <laughs> whole... Schism with Wonder Woman was because when they remember when they had the whole the TV show version of yeah, it and they had the pilot and it never went anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and people were kind of making fun of it then, like oh the uh, costume and all that. And I think there's like that 
they've got. Yeah, but thing. but but it's like I've been saying, she was the best thing in Batman versus Superman. She was the mm-hmm. only like, thing I went to go see every for. moment when she was in the, when she was on screen, whether mm-hmm. in costume or without. Mm-hmm. The 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 energy of the movie changed, yes. and I was yeah, like Carter. Yeah, the, the original, original. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was her real name. Yeah. That's right. And, uh, her, her, Diana. That was her oh, name. Pr- Diana Prince. Diana Prince. <clears throat> I just feel like that's that's why I want to see the movie. That's why I'm curious to see the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, I'm um, gonna go opening weekend. Just please go. Sure. Just a second. Yeah. Go. And Even fi- if you can't and, go, buy a ticket. And online. there's finally ads now. There's finally ads and marketing I'm sort of seeing now. Oh, but finally, because um, <laughs> Linnell was but yeah, but chip, bitches, right? yeah. But it's like, but I'm saying to myself, it's it's like that the character. It's just you can that the fact that you're saying that these male critics think is going to be bad ahead of time. I just feel like that's just it's just fucked because you don't know what that movie can do. And uh, and honestly, your expectations on the movie should be really low, just because all the movies coming out of DC are not that strong anyway. Mm-hmm. So if it just exceeds your expectations, it'll be a good movie. Mm-hmm. The question is, can it be a great movie? Yeah. We don't know until we see it. Right. You know. So go see it. June 2nd is when it opens. Exactly. Go to the opening weekend. Support it. Support. <clears throat> go dress up. If you have little girls, go get your little <laughs> costumes and go and support Diana Prince and uh, Patty Jenkins and everybody else who's involved in making the movie. Um, I hope it does well. I hope it does well, too. <laughs> but who's the villain? First? Who's the villain in it? We don't know yet. That, we don't know yet. So well, that's I'm great. See, that's great. That's even Gap. Yeah. Well, uh, there's, there's Aries. Uh, the one military, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So where am I? I am at. I'm on Twitter at unauthorized CBD, and I'm trying to write some more stuff on my site on shadowboxercinema.net. But I just have to finish up about four or five articles, and then I was going to write something about Ghost in the Shell, but I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> um, and I'm your boy Hilliard Guess. And um, you guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR on Twitter. Um, any questions, ScreenwritersRantRoom at gmail.com. Um, please go on iTunes, give us a five star review. We need that for the metrics. <clears throat> um, what else? Oh, follow us on Facebook. Um, that's starting to grow, that's going good. Um, somebody's going to put some of their BitFlix things on there one day. And I'm hardly, I'm hardly um, ever on Facebook. Just pull your old shit on there. Oh, I keep telling um, myself. All right, I will. I've been saying that for the last um, years, though. Anyway, so that's what's up. Y'all know what to do. Join in with me. You got why are your hands <laughs> out <laughs> like you about to quiet your head. What you do? They put me on the cross. <laughs> exactly. So y'all know how we do it on the rant room. <laughs> on this show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what. 2017. Where I get 16 from? You know what? I'm about, I'm I'm about, I'm about to slap you. Five Shh. months in. 2017, y'all. All right. Peace, y'all. Peace. I'm going to say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Red Room. Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd Has got no time for no caca Sass 
same class, yes that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want Welcome to the Red Room